1: Beatles. Yesterday and today. 1976. Episode 1, Offers, Lawsuits, and Sadness. In this episode, we'll cover January 1st through March 19th.
2: In just about 30 seconds from now, it will be 1976 and you'll hear a roar from this crowd in Times Square, a roar like you've never heard before. Here we go with the countdown. Coming down to the brand new year here in Times Square, New York City, the focal point of the brand new year of 1976. Happy New Year's, rockin'
3: Eve!
4: It's 1976.
1: Music seems to have fully entered the disco dance craze, while rock and roll seems to be headed towards a rebellious punk scene. With two successful albums coupled with being in the middle of a popular world tour, Paul McCartney has now established his band Wings as a separate musical unit with their own unique identity. But the press keeps asking the former Beatle about a possible Beatles reunion, and Paul keeps shrugging off that possibility.
5: The Beatles split in 69, and since then they've been doing fine. And if that question doesn't cease, ain't no one gonna get no peace. No <laughs> All right. How's that?
1: McCartney soldiers on in the month of January. Working on tunes at his home studio. Damn. on a song that he wrote while he was on holiday in Hawaii last December.
5: I'll just do this
1: The lyrics were inspired by his critics that accuse him of writing sappy, silly love songs. While Paul works out new tunes for the next Wings album, Back in New York at John and Yoko's Dakota apartment on January 1st, Lennon, now sporting a crew-cut hairstyle, gives a 60-minute interview to friend and confidant Elliot Mintz. It was taped for a future broadcast on the syndicated rock news program, Earth News Radio. You
5: must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. A fly is just
6: a fly. Right, and we're
7: together. <laughs>
1: a rose is a rose. Mintz asked Lennon if he had any regrets about his life so
8: far. He said two. The first was not being able to regain custody of Kyoko, Yoko's daughter by her first marriage. And secondly, having thrown his father out, after the primal experience. Have you heard from him since?
5: No, because uh, I tried to write to his lawyer, but I didn't get through. I don't really care if I never do get through. You know, I, I regret it, and if he ever turns up, I'll, I will be reasonable again. But uh, those are only two things, you know. I, I'd like to clear them up before I died, and maybe, uh, you know, that's about all. Uh, some... There's a long time to go, so, you know, there's no hurry. I know there is, John. Before he dies would be nice, too, because he's older than me. <laughs>
1: As like press interviews with Paul McCartney, Mintz asks Lennon the question regarding a Beatles reunion.
8: The last question is always the same question as it is whenever we end an interview or a discussion about Beatle business. And when I last spoke with you on film and television, I asked you, what do you think the chances would ever be of the reunion? And you said to me, I really couldn't say. And then I said to you, what if you really could say? And then you said, I don't know. And I said, but if you did know, and you said, Quote, I don't know, Elliot. It doesn't make that much difference to me, but the, w- the wounds have all been healed, and if somebody called me up and said, let's do it again, maybe i do it again. The most important thing is that we just go ahead and make music, unquote. January 1st, 1976. Would you like not to go on tour, not to be the Beatles again, not to make records and lunchboxes and craziness, but how about one glorious night, the big reunion, the closed-circuit reunion in every movie theater in the world, the Beatles back again?
5: Uh... uh... There's obviously people have talked about that. That, to me, is not interesting because it would only be done for more cash. You might have noticed that I haven't performed for cash since the Beatles stopped. I don't particularly like touring. I don't want to play for money. I'll take the money for making a record because it keeps me in the condition to which I'm accustomed. But I'm not interested in standing on stage and have people give me dollars, you know And if that was the reason for the Beatles getting together, I'd have to be broke Or owe a lot of tax, you know And then I'd get up and do the bit with the clown's face and run round, you know Otherwise,
8: it gives me a chill just thinking of it May approach it from a different door what, what <laughs> come, if, in. come <laughs> in, my dear what if it was what if it was the four re- reunited for one night for benefit for ten million dollars going to some charity or some organization or a concern? The trouble with charities is they aren't very charitable you know
5: it's much more complicated than you think i don't know I mean it really never enters my head for the four beatles to play together, and like I said in that interview to you it's feasible that we could play in a studio just for the sake of playing with somebody who knows you know, who's played with you for years, you know. But apart from that, there doesn't seem to be any point to it, you know, unless it was gonna, somebody would guarantee it would save the planet Earth, you
8: know, then give me a call. Got to do From one... what, I don't know. but I've got to do one more follow-up question on this because it's the one that... The, the... When the Martians get in touch with us, then the Beatles will do a concert. Thank you again for talking with us on 1976 New Year's Eve. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone, wherever you may be. And now... If we could just have a verse of as time goes by. You must remember sis, a
5: kiss is just a kiss, a fly is just a fly.
1: Later that evening, Bob Gruen came by and took photos of John sporting the new haircut for his U.S. identification card, his passport, and his American citizenship card. Sunday evening on January 4th in Los Angeles, longtime friend and road manager for the Beatles, Mal Evans, was shot by two Los Angeles police officers. Mal was rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead on arrival on January 5th. Evans had been distraught being recently separated from his wife, Lily, who had asked him for a divorce just before Christmas. Alone and depressed, he had found refuge with Fran Hughes, who was living in a duplex with her daughter at 8122 West 4th Street in Los Angeles. finishing up memoirs for a biography that he titled Living the Beatles Legend. To accompany the book, he was going to add photo illustrations of various handwritten lyrics of songs that he had collected around EMI Studios during the Beatles recording sessions. He kept them locked in a suitcase in his room. On that fateful evening, something went wrong in Mal's life. Fran remembers coming into the apartment only to see Mal looking very drunk and drugged up. Evans was so despondent that Hughes phoned the co-writer for his biography, John Hornay, to come over and help him. When Hornay arrived, he found Evans really doped up and groggy. Mal kept mumbling that he wanted to kill himself. He helped him up the stairs to the bedroom. That's when Mal picked up an air rifle, mumbling that he wanted to blow his brains out. Horney tried to take the non-loaded air rifle away but Mal was too strong. He held on to it. Fearing that someone would get hurt or killed, Hughes phoned the police. When the police showed up, Mal, who was taking Valium at the time, pointed the air rifle at the police. They ordered Mal to put down the rifle. Mal refused. They asked him two more times and he still refused. Then Mal pretended to take aim. The officers then fired six shots, four fatally killing Mao. Ironically, Mao had been awarded honorary sheriff of Los Angeles County. He leaves behind his wife, Lil, and two children. The suitcase, supposedly containing handwritten lyrics and notes by the Beatles, went missing. Day on January 6th in New York City at Lennon's Dakota apartment, John hears the news about Mal's death and reportedly breaks down crying. Upset with the news, John phones his Aunt Mimi. He talks about Mal and also mentions that he hoped to see her in Britain later in the year. Mal Evans was only 40 years old. Mal Evans' body was cremated on January 7th. His ashes were sent by post back to the family in England. They were misplaced and lost in the postal system for a time, but were eventually found and returned to the family. John Lennon reportedly joked by saying, They should have looked in the dead letter file. None of the former Beatles attended the funeral service, but Harry Nielsen, George Martin, Neil Aspinall, and other friends did. George Harrison arranged to have 5,000 pounds wired to the Evans family. News reports in the aftermath of Mal's death begin to paint a dark picture of a man that had no future. These reports were filled with false accusations and were baseless. We're going to play some music that meant a lot to Mal. And here to introduce the first tune is uh, Burgos. What?
6: I did want to say that the press reports that have been coming out about Mao since he died have been very negative. They're besmirching his character, claiming he was depressed because of lack of work or that he was fighting with Fran. Obviously, he had his book just about to come out, and he had just contracted to produce a group, Natural Gas, so he wasn't out of work, wasn't fighting with Fran and I think that those types of reports are not only sensational and tacky, they're also a blatant lie. Ask anyone who knew him, met him, talked to him. He was a fabulous person and I think you can tell it from his own words. He's gone and that's a horrible fact that we have to accept but I know that he will live on in the memories of those of us who knew and loved him. I think the finest tribute to Mal is to share the love he gave us with other people. Then, in one way, he can never die. And one way to share that love is to share the music that meant so much to him. This first song, "Is Lonely Man," he wrote it with Bob Purvis of Splinter. It meant a great deal to him, and to listen to it, listening.
7: reality
4: and wanting first impressions not to lie Back in New York on January 12th, hearings
1: began in the Levy v. Lennon lawsuit at the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of New York, with Judge Lloyd McMahon presiding. Apparently Levy's Roots LP on Adam 8 Records sells only a mere 1,270 albums and 175 tapes, grossing less than $7,000 which doesn't even cover Morris's out-of-pocket expenses for production and advertising. Morris Levy was seeking a total of $71 million in damages for breach of contract. Levy was in turn being countersued by John, Apple, Capital Records and EMI for lost royalties as a result of lowering the list price of the Rock and Roll LP and a civil rights violation for damage to John's reputation. John and Yoko attend most of the hearings in Manhattan. January 19th, Bill Sargent, a Hollywood promoter and pioneer of the first closed-circuit theatrical pay-per-view event, sent a formal telegram to Lennon, McCartney, Harrison, and Starr to reunite and play a 20-minute concert for $30 million. There is no reaction from the former Beatles.
4: still maybe sometime
1: On January 21st, promoter Bill Sargent met with George Harrison's legal representatives in America for about an hour to discuss the offer. After the meeting, Sargent immediately issues an unfounded press statement touting that his offer is getting serious consideration from the former fabs. Back in the UK, after hearing Sargent's press statements from America, the musical press approached for comment Harrison's British legal representative Jonathan Clyde he issues a statement that says George has no comment at all to make. It is also reported that an unnamed representative told the Daily Mirror, the lads are constantly being asked to appear together. The offers are usually channeled through advisors, and just occasionally they may then approach the boys. On January 23rd, Court proceedings continue in the case of Morris Levy's Big Seven Publishing versus John Lennon. A mistrial was ruled by New York Judge McMahon when the Big Seven Publishing attorney, Mr. Shirtman, held up a copy of Lennon's Two Virgins LP, the LP with John and Yoko naked on the cover, while questioning a witness regarding Lennon's reputation. Lennon's attorney, James Bergen, immediately objected claiming it would prejudice the six-member jury. The judge agreed and ruled a mistrial and proceeded to scold Mr. Sherman and ordered a new trial. The next day, January 24th, the hearings proceeded now with Thomas Gricey, acting New York judge presiding. Both parties agreed to proceed without a jury. Later in the evening at Ashley's nightclub in New York, John and Yoko are seen together in public for the first time since the birth of Sean. The next day, January 25th, at Houston's Astrodome in Houston, Texas, Ringo Starr makes a surprise musical guest appearance during Bob Dylan and the band's benefit concert titled Night of the Hurricane 2. The benefit was to aid the legal fees for ex-boxer Reuben Hurricane Carter, who was accused and convicted of murder and was granted an appeal by the courts.
7: Stella Rivera standing over here. I do here, know how to was Does nobody
4: have that? They also have to Power It's a
1: was later found to be wrongfully convicted of the crime and released after 20 years in jail. On January 26th, the Beatles contract with EMI expires. Paul resigns with EMI and Capitol Records in America. Ringo signs with Polydor and Atlantic Records in America. George signs with a and on the Dark Horse Records label while in Cannes, France at the Midem Music Trade Fair. And John, tired of legal lawsuits from record companies, publishing companies, and the United States government, doesn't sign with anyone. Meanwhile, back at Abbey Road Studios London, Paul and Wings continue to record tracks for their next LP. On the weekend of January 30th, 31st, and February 1st, Mark Lapidus and Erwin Beer present Beetlefest 76. It was billed as a complete weekend of total Beatlemania. It was held at the Philadelphia Sheraton located at 1725 JFK Boulevard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania.
7: Come with me now into that secret place where the eyes of man have never set foot. The
1: guests include American promoter Sid Bernstein.
5: I had a hunch that The Beatles were going to happen. I I just felt their enormous success in Great Britain. And since the language was the same, it's not spoken as well in the United States as it is in Great Britain, but since the language is the same. uh, I just felt that it was a matter of time until they cracked this side of the ocean, meaning Canada and the U.S. I was a year early on my forecast, but I, I stuck with my opinion, and it bore fruit.
7: Yeah, fellas. Ooh. Oh, You talk about your magical mysteries. I spent half
5: an hour looking for that sugar, I tell you. They all, I was half an hour looking for the
1: sugar. Radio DJ Long John Wade. Here's the reason why there will never be an energy shortage at WIFIFM. His supercharged personality has the power to make each show radiate with life and vitality.
2: Hello, Mrs. Joanne Kane, Barrington, New Jersey. Long John Wade calling from Wi-Fi 92. It's 20 12.20, 20 minutes past
5: 12 noon with Long John Wade. Bo and Al starting at 4 today are giving away copies of Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life. You can rip that off or the new Alice Cooper LP later today. Where the winning comes easy, Wi-Fi 92.
1: Long John traveled with the Beatles on tour in 1964. Did
3: you tell me what's next on the agenda?
1: Apple recording artist David Peel. <laughs>
8: song. Not you,
4: Damn.
1: Music provided by the band Northern Song, aka Pegasus.
5: That was a magical mystery tour.
1: This year's convention is dedicated to Mal Evans. Born in Liverpool, Mal Evans was the Beatles road manager for 11 years. He appeared as a swimmer in Help, the fifth magician in Tour, and in Let It Be. We at Beatlefest were deeply saddened with the news of his death this past January 4th. Mal was a unique and kind man, and our personal experiences with him at last year's New York City convention will never be forgotten.
5: I told you. Bye. -bye.
1: first week of February, frustrated with not hearing back from John, Paul, George, or Ringo, promoter Bill Sargent ups his offer to the Beatles for a 25-minute concert from $30 million to $50 million.
2: More rumors of a Beatle reunion to start out the new year. Bill Sargent, an American spectacle promoter of anything from rock concerts to wrestling matches with man-eating sharks, puts full-page ads in several newspapers, offering a whopping $50 million if the Beatles would only get together again on stage for a closed-circuit concert broadcast. Maybe Bill Sargent was thinking of George when he made his Big Bucks reunion bid because it was Harrison who'd insisted that only going broke would drive him to become a Beatle again. You
5: know, it's all a fantasy, the idea of putting the Beatles together again, you know? I mean, the time we'll do that, if we ever do that, I tell you, the reason will be because everybody's broke. <laughs> There's more chance that we do it because we're broke. You know, we've all yeah. leading our own lives, and I don't think an in the paper is going to um, do the trick. We have to want it uh, personally, ourselves, and not just to make 50 million dollars or whatever the figure may be. We must do it because we want to be together as people, first, and secondly, to be together uh, for the music, and then everything else would fall into place. But at the moment, everybody is doing their own lives, and uh, it feels to me a bit like saying, please go back to school. You know, that was, um, like, our apprenticeship, you know. Ringo Starr. Well, I think the only time we phoned each other up, <laughs> so somebody phoned up and they offered us uh, just for one one gig, and we only used to do 25 minutes. <laughs> they offered us uh, 50 million. <laughs> <laughs> Dollars? Lira. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, could have been in anything. <laughs> 25 quid each. <laughs> and I just, I do remember but. Uh, George never called anybody, but I remember calling everyone else and them calling me saying, oh, well, what do you think, uh, you know, 25 minutes, buying your new suit. <laughs> so what, what, what stopped you then? We will never get it together. I mean, we, we broke up, you know, for all the reasons we know about.
2: John Lennon is being asked not only his reaction to a $50 million concert fee, but why he doesn't make any solo appearances. The answer? It's too much to bother with now.
5: I'm not against performing. There was a period when I was ready to go on the road and then this immigration started and it was, I just got so pressured by it all. It was, it's, it was a lot more pressure than people see in the papers. He's either appealing or he's going to be kicked out. There's a lot more go on that goes on behind the scenes and it, was just, it just wore me out. And then there's the Beatles settlement and all that. I just did not feel like standing up and yodeling. You know, I'd have to feel in a good mood to it, to do it. You know. I mean, the, the money's there and the possibilities are there. And it's, uh, you have to, you know, I like to put my mind on something and I can't if I'm being harassed. And that's what was going on for a, for a bit.
2: The multi-million dollar offer got a lot of publicity, but no real interest from the four ex-Beatles, especially Paul McCartney, practicing with wings for his first American appearance in almost a decade. Paul was confident of audience
5: acceptance. So I don't like to say to people, this is how you, you, know, you should behave. Uh, I'd like them to be enthusiastic, <laughs> if they can, if they like it, you know, but it's down to that. If they come and they see us and they like it, they'll take care of all that. If they don't like us, well, I'd like them to pretend they do.
1: Friday, February 20th, in a New York courtroom, Judge Thomas Grisha awards judgment to John Lennon and Capitol Apple Records in the Levy v. Lennon case. The judge based his decision on the fact that at the time Lennon made a tentative verbal agreement with Levy, which was on October 8, 1974, Lennon was still under contract with Capitol Apple and was not a free agent to do so. 5th in the UK, EMI re-released the entire Beatles singles catalog, which consists of the 22 parlophone singles, along with a new single of Yesterday, backed with I Should Have Known Better. This release is to meet the increased popularity of the Beatles as of late.
4: Oh, I believe in yesterday.
8: on march 9th in a ceremony
2: in amsterdam ringo signs with polydor and atlantic
5: i've changed labels now and it'll probably be some sort of a change in direction for me just the fact that i have a different producer rich and i are still friends and we talked about you know he's very busy you know i'd like a change so we'll see what happens
1: In the U.K. on March 14th, in the north of London, Wings begin a week-long series of rehearsals at Elstree Studios. They learn some new songs from their forthcoming album as they prepare for the European and American legs of their world tour.
4: The villain Don, Uncle Michael.
1: On March 16th, EMI received a letter from John regarding renewing his recently expired contract with the label. John, however, was clearly in no mood to cozy up to EMI again as he wrote, Yes, it was a high old time we all had in the 60s, but not judging by your offer, I can think of a better word for it. Lennon continues in the letter, Your lack of corporate vision after all these years never ceases to amaze me. And he signed off, I am enjoying my family and uncommitted freedom. John. The next day on March 17th, the CEO of Electro Harmonics, Mike Matthews, gets his bid into the Beatles circus arena by offering the fabs three million pounds for a one-off closed-circuit concert appearance. This offer, like Bill Sargent's, is also ignored. On March 18th, just two days before Wings were to begin their short European leg of their world tour, Paul's father, Jim, who had been battling bronchial pneumonia, dies at his home in the village of Gayton, in Worrell, Merseyside. He was 73 years old. Hearing this sad news, John immediately phones Paul from New York. was cremated and laid to rest at the Landakin Cemetery in Whirl. Paul, does not attend the service. At the MPL offices in downtown London, Paul and Wings give a press conference the next day on March 19th in preparation for their brief concert tour of Europe.
3: Well,
5: I guess to well, no, we, we're only doing uh, four places this time, and then we're off to America. So we only had time to do four dates, and uh, it, it wasn't down to which country, it was just down to which halls were available. Are you going to play with the beats again? <laughs> uh, I, I doubt it. It
4: depends on <laughs> <laughs> the are but... Is
5: going to need the elder in Yes. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I wouldn't think so, but uh, it's possible. It's a, it's it's a, a, it's a, it's a, a no job. yes. <laughs> it's a no yes. It's a yes. It's a no. A positive a yes, maybe. No.
4: A positive maybe. Yes, no. Positive, no. No. positive no. maybe. Thank you very much for answering my question. Okay, well <laughs> it was very good. I think it's been, I was, it was a
1: good After the press conference the band leave for Copenhagen, Denmark. In New York on March 20th, with baby Sean strapped to John's back, John and Yoko stroll through Central Park. Giving a polite distance to the Lennon family, fans followed behind. John felt free and pleased by this and later posed with Sean and fans outside the Dakota. John did not sign any autographs but encouraged fans to ask for them in the post. And added, don't forget a self-addressed stamped envelope.
2: Checking the weather for you right now. It's going to be mostly cloudy and cool tonight with low between 35 and 40 degrees. Lord, where'd the warm weather go? It's going to be cloudy with periods of rain and drizzle tomorrow, tomorrow night and Wednesday morning. Tomorrow's high going to be in the low 40s.
5: 43 and partly cloudy right now.
2: up in a moment, a string of personal song titles. Wings release a new album. Wings is at the speed of sound, their best album ever on Capitol Records and Tapes. And a reunion offer of 50 million is made to the former Beatles.
5: Next on Yesterday and Today.
4: For
0: more information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time! You can head to our social media pages, that's facebook.com slash yesterday and today podcast, or facebook.com slash third men. Or you could head to society 6com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast. That's society the number six.com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I Family Podcast